0: The United States will not send officials to the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing as a protest to China's, quote, ongoing genocide and crimes against humanity in Xinjiang and other human rights abuses, end quote. Human rights groups accuse China of detaining more than one million Uyghurs, the largest ethnic minority group in the province of Xinjiang, and placing them in a network of re-education camps hundreds of thousands were sentenced to prison terms. Allegations range from torture, sexual abuse, and even genocide. Several nations have followed suit after the announcement from the President Biden administration, including Canada, the UK, and Australia. Lauren Smith, associate professor at the IU Media School with a focus on sports media, says the diplomatic boycott can begin the conversation.
1: I think given everything that has happening in China, I think with you know, obviously the, the abuses of Muslims in the region, you know, crackdowns on the democracy protests in Hong Kong. There's also the disappearance of uh, one of the tennis stars from public life after she leveled accusations against the Communist Party. It's not surprising. It's not surprising to me that the it's not only the U.S. at this point. It's now, I believe, we're up to six different countries, the U.S., the U.K., Canada, Australia. All of these countries have said no, this is a stand that we need to take. And it's it's a challenging way to take a stand because ultimately, you know, what what does it really do? You know, the US not showing up for a diplomatic boycott isn't all of a sudden gonna magically make all of those issues disappear, but it is a way for the US and other nations to take a stand and say, We don't agree with what is going on, we do not approve of this behavior, do we do not approve of, of the things that are, are happening in the country, and we won't go to that country and, you know, tacitly support what is happening there.
0: Smith says that sports and politics have remained intertwined since the dawn of organized sports. She pushes back against the idea that you should leave politics out of sports.
1: You know, if you go back to the first Olympics, if you go back to the Greek city-states, you know, sport was a means for political leaders to get together and discuss diplomatic issues. So we've seen throughout the course of history over sport, Roman gladiators and, you know, looking to the 1936 Olympics, looking to the protests during the civil rights era. Sport and politics is something that is, and I tell my students all the time, it is inherently intertwined and they are definitely bedfellows. What most people think about when they think about politics and sport are instances of, you know, standing out activism and protest. And that's where backlash comes against you know, keep politics out of sport. But but they're there. They're intertwined all the way from public funding of stadiums to protests.
0: She gave examples of how sports influenced political change throughout history. Smith argued that progress often happens in sports before it's reflected in policy.
1: If you look at Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier in baseball, that happened six to eight years before Brown versus the Board of Education. If you look at the implementation of Title IX in 1972, you can go back to about 1967 and you can see examples of women starting to push forward and participate in sport that had been previously off limits to them. You know, we've had gay players come out in different sports, which has opened up conversation about LGBTQ rights. You know, in the past couple of years, we've really started to have more conversations about mental health, and we can point to athletes for that. So, you know, when people may knee-jerk reactions say, politics and sport don't belong together, they shouldn't be there, I would urge people to take a step back and consider the long history and consider how sport has been a catalyst for change in society.
0: While the U.S. will issue a diplomatic boycott, it does not apply to athletes. Athletes may still participate in the Winter Games. In 1980, the United States boycotted the Moscow Olympics over the Cold War tensions. Athletes were not allowed to participate. Smith said the boycott didn't lead to any political change and it seemed to only penalize athletes.
1: Athletes stayed home and nothing got done, right? You know, there may have been a conversation or two, but ultimately it didn't lead to wide-scale political change and while i think sport is a place that can open up conversations or i think sport can lead to you know change i don't necessarily think holding the athletes back from participating in the olympics is the right move to do that you know i know i said that sport and politics are inherently intertwined but when you look at when you look at the athlete side of it these are athletes that have been training you know their whole life For for years, for decades, many of them, this would be their only shot in Olympic Games, depending on their sport. Some sports are not reasonable to expect two, three, four Olympic Games. And so at the end of the day, if there hasn't been proven success, um, proven demonstrated success in withholding athletes and not letting them participate, then I think ultimately you're punishing individuals who don't have a part in this process and don't have a say.
0: All in all, Smith agrees with the diplomatic boycott. She described it as, quote, smart and strategic move, given the world stage the Olympic has to offer.
1: This is an event that the entire world will tune into and watch in some form. And so to take a stand and say we are not participating, that news filters out from just outside the U.S. It reaches other countries. It reaches other leaders. It reaches other individuals. They can take a stand around St. Patrick's Day when there's no Olympics going on, and and probably a good majority of the people would, would shrug their shoulders and either not even know what's going on or maybe not pay attention to it. But given the command and given the presence and given the prestige of the Olympics, it's a very big stage with which to get this message out. And so when people are tuning into the Olympics, I mean, obviously, when they watch NBC, when they watch, you know, any of the pre-Olympic coverage, I'm pretty certain that, you know, the NBC affiliates and the NBC anchors that are over in Beijing are going to be talking about this move. So based on the scope of the audience that will be watching, you know, it's a large audience to raise the awareness about what's going on.
0: While sports and politics are indeed intertwined, the future can only determine whether or not the diplomatic move will lead to political change.